0: Fantastic episode of the greatest wrestling podcast on God's green earth. Number two contenders. I'm really hitting these like <laughs> accents on uh, on my sentences. I'm your co-host with the most, Mike Regan, and I am Adam, and I bet thirty thousand dollars on the DC Defenders this past weekend. <laughs> Man, I've paid real well. Uh, you know what was crazy about that game? The over under was at 51 and a half points from Vegas. First game in a new league with a new set of rules between two teams, the total was 52 points. Didn't the. Uh, it just barely went over. Why, how does Vegas know that? That's pretty creepy. D- didn't well, I saw the viewership number somewhere and it escapes me, but I think they pulled in like a couple million people. They did really well. They, did they did well. didn't the AF, literally ever did. Yeah. And you know what the crazy thing is going into it? We'll dabble on the XFL real quick and get moving. Going into it, I was kind of like, wow, for a Vince McMahon product that is now has, he has, you know, ties with Fox, who has, it, will be showing games. The amount of like, there was zero XFL talk on any WWE programming. Like, the amount of like advertising and like getting the message out there, I thought was very light, with the exception of some like commercials I saw during the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was it. And it was a actually... lot of social media push. So, what I think. Vince did really well that he has a history of not doing very well mm-hmm. is he gave Oliver luck the keys and just said go f- fix what mistakes we made in the past yeah and not it out of the park. I mean the kickoff rule really cool. Mm-hmm. the 1.2 point3 point conversion thing's really cool. <coughs> I think they did an excellent job of not having teams draft quarterbacks. They just got a group of quarterbacks who were like these quarterbacks can play. Right. We are splitting them evenly between every team. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so I didn't get to watch any of the games this weekend, but I'll try to catch some. Or this past week, I'll try to catch some this upcoming weekend. I watched a ton of covers on Twitter, but yeah. One last note is, cause we'll talk, mention the conference call very lightly in a minute. People on that WWE investor call were failing to understand the sentence, the XFL is a separate entity. <laughs> Really? Because Vince kept getting questions about it, and at the end of every response, it was like, "But the XFL and WWE are totally separate, guys. Like, separate. It's a different company. This yeah. isn't an XFL conference call. We don't have investors. Fuck off." Yeah, I think the only investors in the XFL is the WWE. Is Vince? Well, he borrowed money from the WWE, which I guess is borrowed money from Vince. Although WWE I thought he didn't called. borrow. I thought he sold shares. It's funding, it. isn't it? Yeah. He sold shares to the WWE. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is weird. All right, moving on. Hit some notes. We got a loaded lineup. We're going to talk a little WWE. We're going to talk some AEW. And then we're going to do some NXT predictions. Is the pay-per-view on Saturday or Sunday? Fucking Sunday. No, that's good. It is for you, but not for me when I agreed to go into work Sunday night for a few hours to pick up some overtime. And then I realized while doing the notes that, oh, fuck, the pay-per-view's on Sunday. It's good for me because Saturday night I'm going to see Portrait of a Lady on fire. Yeah. Sunday I get out at 745. I'll get most of Takeover. So I'm not going to get, I'll get it at 10, so I'll probably come home and watch it that night. No, yeah, we'll just, I'll wait until you get home and we'll watch it. I'm not to do that. Why? Uh, I mean, that's nice to do. Yeah. If you want to. just <laughs> have to avoid Twitter. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I have 30 minutes of Twitter timeline a day. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of WWE, the biggest match ever was announced Goldberg versus The Fiend. Because The Fiend, part of his gimmick is that he's a raging anti Semite. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um,. They cut out part of the song where it's "Let Him In," the synagogue. So it really, really does make sense all of a sudden. So this is why the CFO's left. I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the what people are saying who are like, "Oh, this is okay. This is a good match." Defense one: It's a Saudi Arabia show. It's a glorified house show. Who really cares? Okay. Number two: It's the like one of the biggest excuses that people use in wrestling nowadays whenever like a match gets booked or they're like, that match seems like it's going to suck because they're like it's in attraction. It's not about the wrestling. It's in an attraction. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but I don't care. If you want to watch real wrestling, Savage Steamboat, <laughs> Wrestlemania 3. Yeah, that's right. Um, I hate this in like many ways. At least Goldberg will lose. But will he? Yes. Everybody's like, yeah, and there's my Goldberg's winning. But I'm just saying... What if the Fiend loses his passport and only Bray Wyatt can go to Saudi? <laughs> Goldberg beats Bray Wyatt. No, um, I, heard, I heard a theory that the best possible payoff to this Fiend storyline is that WrestleMania Roman Reigns beats the Fiend, mm-hmm. and then Bray Wyatt walks out of the entrance tunnel. Oh my God! And they're both standing there. Yeah, they're the different. Oh my God! Different person the whole time. Similar tattoos, body shape, face underneath Weird. the mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's nearly impossible. Let it be dope. I just can't wait for WrestleMania when we're watching it and we're like, "The Fiend looks really different. That that's not Bray Wyatt under there." Suddenly he's six foot seven, right? And it's Kane. <laughs> I'm um, just gonna do Undertaker. <laughs> that works too. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I guess I can't bitch about this match too much. Guess what? I'm not gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, right. So you know, it's like it's like complaining about Frozen too. Never gonna see it. I just think it's weird. I mean, I guess they're paying Goldberg good, so he's like, "Yeah, I'll you know go." Oh, almost- wow, that's anti-Semitic, Mike. What? I focus. Um, so he's like, "Yeah, I'll go almost have a heat stroke again in Saudi Arabia, you know, and do the job." But so it's going to be what? Jackhammer, kick out, mandible claw, eight minutes. Everyone goes home. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they'll like op- watch Prudius kid. There's still superheroes in the world, unless it's in Saudi Arabia for a lot of money. They're gonna open the match. I can tell you right now. Opening spot. Bell rings. The fiends gonna get just like hammered with a spear. And then Goldberg's gonna pop up like he's setting up for the jackhammer, and the fiend's gonna get right up. They're like, "Oh my god, the fiend! He's indestructible." And the Monday Night Messiah <laughs> will descend from the rafters, <laughs> and we'll have the devil, a Jew, and Jesus all in the ring at once. That's amazing. And Goldberg will look at Seth Rollins. I don't know where this is really (laughs) coming. Something about how Jews don't think Jesus is the son of God. I keep trying to talk myself into the theory that, like, maybe Vince is like, eh, Roman versus the fiend might not work. People are going to be pro-fiend. You say this. Roman versus Goldberg, though. All... Everything points to Vince being totally hands-off with everything now. Apparently, he's turned to, like, recluse and very private. He doesn't, like... He's been to very few Monday Night Raws and almost no SmackDowns recently. I think it's fair to say he still has, like... Final say. He's still looking over what they're going to do and saying, yeah, go. Yeah, but do you really think oh, well, that then- he he approved final say on Shayna ba- Baszler biting Becky Lynch's neck? Well, first, if that means Bruce Prichard is in the majority control of Friday Night SmackDown, you're doing a bad job. Are you surprised by that? Partially. Um, I'm not. I mean... Not entirely because he booked some terrible stuff before. Yeah, but. I didn't grow up with Bruce Pritchard as much as like maybe you or not even maybe you did, but like you went back and watched, right? Mm-hmm. My Bruce Pritchard experience is listening to the Conradiverse, right? And Bruce Pritchard routinely says things where I'm like, "That doesn't sound like a good idea," right? Now for the Shayna thing, I'm like really weird on that. I don't. That was like the beatdown was fine, and then she was just like, nyang, 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 and I don't know why she went like all chompers i don't know why either just went pac-man but it definitely you. didn't feel like something vince mcmahon would say yeah and it was a lot of blood yeah a lot of blood in the neck of becky lynch i guess the real swerve well, she comes back next week as a ufc fighter and that's how it that gets transmitted like, like becky vampires yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to finish the joke because i wasn't sure how well that landed i also quick rant about that not like a rant but just kind of like all right i want to we- point out that we got to the first note and immediately got side yeah I <laughs> but we'll get back on track here in a second i get it becky lynch is a badass And I understand Stone Cold was your most successful, probably, character ever next to Hulk Hogan financially. Maybe you don't – maybe you put that book away for a while, you know, with the whole, oh, Becky, first of all, she stole an ambulance, took it to the hospital, got treatment, and drove back. What the fuck is that? (laughs) That makes no sense. I'm just – Well, you see, in the American healthcare system, it costs hundreds of dollars just to take an ambulance ride to the hospital. But if you drive, drive, apparently, yeah, then you're just getting paid to do it. It's like half of the WWE roster now has stolen an ambulance at one point, And yeah, it's getting all ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, they must just have an ambulance guy, right? Is yeah. that what it is? I don't know. And it was weird that Becky came back, cut a promo on Shayna. And then I guess she was just gone at that point. Well, she was she was bleeding profusely. <laughs> so she What I to leave. This was two weeks ago, wasn't it? This is this, the ambulance? this past week. Becky stole the ambulance. Yeah. She gets bitten. Yeah. Steals the ambulance. Gets to treatment. The hospital, yeah. Comes back. Comes back. Cuts a promo. Cuts a promo on Baszler. That's because the infection was setting in and she had to leave. Who had to leave? Becky. But she came back. After she came back. Right. My point is, why is she coming out? That weirdness aside, then she calls out Baszler and kind of made Baszler look a little bit like a, a bitch. I still think it was a great way to be like... Make Baszler look strong going into this match. Because it's not, you don't have to worry about Becky looking weak. She doesn't look weak all year. The most weak she's looked is when she, for two weeks, was like, I don't know if I can beat Asuka. And then she beat Asuka. And then for the last three weeks, she's been like, I can beat fucking everybody. Yeah. So, you know what they say. I want to catch a leprechaun. Go for the neck. Is that, is that racist? I'm Irish. I can make that joke. <laughs> Leprechauns aren't real. <gasps> Moving on. You know what is real? Network changes? Possibly. <laughs> Allegedly. So they had their uh, quarterly financials last week. And in it, the big bombshell is the talk coming out of it was like all this news about possible changes to the network. And so, real quick, the network subs are down. They're at the end of Q4, they were at 996,000, which is down from Q3 by like what, 70,000? Not even. Uh, yeah, 70,000. And then down, how much is the network per month? 9.99, down from $1.116 million in Q4 of last year. So, subs are going down. And then Vince brings up that there's very real possibility of selling off rights fees to their major events, to third-party services. And then he goes as to far as uh, to even say at the end of one response that uh, if something is going to happen, there'll be an announcement before the end of Q1. This, so, this is super revealing because this means that either Amazon's going to shell out a ton of money for pay-per-views mm-hmm. or the network is so expensive that 9 million dollars a month isn't worth it. And I also yeah, and I also think that it is cuz the operating costs of the network I don't are, I they don't re- reveal those numbers at least it's not something I right. can easily find. So that's like a big part of it. But how expensive could it be? I mean, it's, I get it, it's like a 24-hour streaming service, which takes up some bandwidth, but just, I mean, they're not paying to like. Well, here is the rights like, fees. Right. So here's like the idea. The network... Prior to the network, like it was all about once we get to WrestleMania, we got to break that 1 million buys threshold. Because yeah. you're getting over a million people to just shell 60 bucks, and it's like, we're set. A lot of their pay-per-views did nowhere even near that. They'd do it in the 100,000s. Um, if you're ECW, December to just remember... You had like two people, <laughs> um, and you were both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they were like, "Well, what if instead of making sure we get all these WrestleMania buys, we just made all of our pay per views nine ninety nine, and everybody bought those pay per views? But instead of getting one million, two million people bought every pay per view at nine ninety nine year round. That's basically what like the math comes out to. That's what they're hoping to happen, but it hasn't worked quite like that. I just I can't imagine they were, and I get that like the investor call, they said that they're not going to, they don't release the numbers if it's profitable or not, which means it's probably not profitable. Not good enough to make wall street feel. Yeah. C- is is that, it not profitable? I get it hasn't taken off. I mean, they were saying in multiple conference calls, they'd be like, we expect the number to go up. We expect we're going to like get to that 2 million number at like at some point. And they just never even got close to it. And now they're going backwards. Think of it this way though, when it comes to decreasing network subs, NXT is now on television, right? AEW is on television, right? So people are getting AEW on the network. (laughs) So people are getting two, four, seven, nine hours of free wrestling a week, and maybe when it comes to paying the ten bucks to get the pay per view once a month, they're like, just don't remember or don't feel like watching more wrestling. Yeah, this is. I mean, that's the oversaturation we talked about it when AEW launched and when you know NXT moved to television. That could be part of it. It could be the repercussions of questionable booking decisions for years, because they kept whenever. People got mad about something and the internet got angry. It was all, oh, that's just a vocal minority. Yeah. The vocal minority are the people who will shell out money for your product the longest until they're really done with your shit. <laughs> like they're your diehard fans. They're the ones that are going to be there to financially support you in the long run. So maybe you listen to them a little bit more because eventually they will tail off. I think that probably has more to do with NXT than that. That could. I can get NXT for free. Why am I paying nine ninety nine? Yeah. Yeah. And I bet that they're making more money with NXT on USA mm-hmm. than they were with NXT on the network. And now that the network's kind of decreasing. They could probably make more money selling the pay-per-views off to Amazon or Hulu yeah. or Google Stadia. And I, I want to shoot a shot that... Vince apparently has realized that the most profitable thing we have cuz we've the one thing I have built up strongly and has lasted the best in the year 2020 all the years this company's been around is the brand in the three letters WWE. So the most profitable thing now I have are rights fees. They got a billion dollars from Fox, a little over a billion when you put all the numbers together I believe from USA. Or no, a little bit under but more per year I think from USA. And now they're starting to realize. Well, shit. We'll just sell our rights fees. Look what just the right like the contracts with Fox and USA did for their stock. Yeah, it shot up, so they can come out and make an announcement that oh, we just sold off WrestleMania rights fees to whatever for this many million. Also, Boop, there might be up. like an an underserved storyline here. The Vince McMahon's probably gonna be dead inside of ten years. Maybe. So how much does he fucking care about this stuff? Now, his buzzword was transformative. <laughs> Very transformative. <laughs> In that their WWE is changing and they're going to be more inclusive and in they're hiring or something like that it's how old is Vince McMahon? it's weird I think um, I do Sasha banks to Vince McMahon thanks for making me rich fair uh, Vince McMahon was born during World War two wow yeah he is age not available I just think it's I may be reaching here. I think it just says something about the creativity and yeah, direction. man's it's only 7, 74 and he's rich. He could live to be 100. Yeah. I think it says something about the creativity and the direction of your product if you think that like the only way for us to really make money is to just sell the rights fees to our brand. It's not a horrible idea, I guess. Because I mean, we can't. We'll see where it goes. Like it's, it's the exact kind of shit that Amazon and Hulu want to do, which is just amass more live events that are exclusive to their platforms. Yeah, I know Amazon was like the first name to be dropped in rumors. And then like the following week, like, Oh no, Amazon's not, they're not going to do that. They're not interested in that. Uh, people have like, met, I've heard every streaming service under the moon mentioned in conversation. I don't know what they would do. Disney plus to do it. Although Disney was at one point in talks to buy WWE. Weren't they? Mm, maybe. I don't remember that one. That'd be weird. You think we'd get more Mickey mouse on WWE if Disney bought it? I was going to think captain America, Bob Iger, hmm. Walt Disney, but here's another question on a poll match. If they take the network off, on that network. WrestleMania, let's say. They start with that. Celebrate right excuse WrestleMania. How many people cancel their subscription then? Yeah, what at that point you're just selling what? The library? Yeah, you're selling so if they cut it in half. 4.99. And all you get is the library. Is it worth it then? Yeah, I think well, I think 9.99 for the library personally if you're a big enough fan. Might be worth it. I don't know if it would be worth it on a year-round basis. Yeah, but you have to think of it as like a, a value assessment where yeah. people are used to paying nine ninety nine for all of the pay-per-views, NXT, 205 Live, NXT UK, and the library. If you cut all that stuff down and you're just like, well, you're still paying the same amount, but now you get the yeah. library and that's it. I mean, You can keep NXT TakeOvers on the network and try to make that your selling point. You get like four or six of those a year. Ooh. <laughs> or you could sell those off to... Verve, Verve, or like, people keep talking about DAZN. So, uh, I think I, no, don't do DAZN. That's what, I think Bellator is on DAZN. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on DAZN. Yeah, don't do DAZN though. I yeah. don't have DAZN. I don't want. To do DAZN. <laughs> I don't want DAZN either. Bleacher Report live. So like, what ESPN Plus does is they do like it's five bucks a month for and, soccer. Yeah, and then when you buy like the pay, like a UFC pay per view, you like save five dollars on it. Yeah, that just seems like you're asking people to go through more steps if you're WWE and you're I just. It's weird. Yeah, but, but if you are WWE, they if don't you're Vince McMahon. If you're Vince McMahon, and the CFO, do you care about people going through more steps, or do you care about all the dollar signs you're well, no, rolling in? They don't care. At the end of the day, it's just like the uh, the SmackDown deal. It's like, hey, I don't care if you don't like our product. We're already bought and paid for, bitch. I'm like, what do we care? And that would kind of be the same thing if they sell off their pay per view rights. But you also have to wonder when you really break down the numbers: is it how much could they get for WrestleMania? Forty. Yeah, because people are gonna sit there and go, okay. Let's say you had a million subscribers. Uh, it's nine ninety nine for a million people. So WrestleMania and subscriber revenue, before you take out costs, gets you that much. I wonder how well pay per views do in the modern era. No, I mean, when you think really about it, you just watch Twitter clips of right. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I'd be I curious know. to see. The future is weird. The future is weird. The future, and that's why we're seeing in a tilted apartment making a podcast instead of running the company because we're not the kind of people who can predict the future very well. No. But what we can predict is the past. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. AW. <laughs> All elite wrestling. Oh, no. What? My water is so far away. Oh. Speaking of TV deals, they got uh, an extension through 2023 with TNT and they're now getting... Dude, Ike Turner. It's like... Ike Turner. I don't remember his first name. I was like, Ike Turner, wasn't that... Uh, Whitney Houston's abusive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, AEW's getting like 175 mil a year, but then Meltzer chimed in because he knows every single number of their operating costs, apparently, and so it's actually like 45 million because TNT's not covering the operating costs anymore. So, good news for uh, AEW. It feels a little more real now. Like, oh, it's going to stick around for a little while. i actually get to see what, what it can do. Yeah. Can I can I bitch about AEW real quick, and then we'll get to talking about it? Yeah. I think AEW is incredibly inconsistent tonally and doesn't really make a huge impact on segments that don't involve Cody Rhodes. I think they're very malleable right now. Like they're they're willing to be like that's not working we're, we're, we're moving on. Yeah. I but mean you're... I think the one example I can think of of that is the Nightmare Collective just disappearing. Yeah, I will Or I guess they put the title on Nother Rose Neither last Rose, night. yeah. Yeah because they were like, eh, hey, Rio's not really working. Now you are right in that f- Many weeks you get out of there, and you're like, you know, Cody's stuff felt really was really good. Jericho and Moxley's stuff was really good. You
1: know, Jericho and is eh.
0: even like can be a little hit or miss. Like it, it's not that impactful, you know. Maybe I'm asking for too much out of my wrestling. I like it. I think it's just a matter of we're in 2020 wrestling, and they're trying to stretch a feud out for I think like going on two months now before the first match. Yeah, and so you're like, Oof, is it Revolution yet? Yeah. So. They, they, I mean, they gained a little bit of extra ground with the whole like eye for an eye thing, at least. Yeah. Pirates. But I don't know. It, Revolution's in what? Two weeks. Yes. I don't know what Moxie does for the next two weeks. Next week he's fight fighting. Ugh, why did I say that? Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Why do you Why do you not like fighting? Because it's wrestling. Yeah, and it, if you're listening to like WWE stuff, they only will say you're fighting so-and-so at the pay-per-view. They Mm. never say you're wrestling so-and-so. It's not wrestling business, it's more entertainment business. (laughs) I was being a stickler. But yeah, so that's a pretty big... What I'm hearing is that it isn't like a dead, like a done deal like he signed with them yet. He's kind of a free agent right now and is going to do some dates for AEW. Um, But the Cobb man, the pride of Hawaii, of Hawaii, as they say. I don't know why he wouldn't sign with AEW. He seems like such a natural fit. That being said, I don't know why he automatically came in as a heel. I was a little surprised by that, but I liked it. Jericho being like, I went out and found a guy who's been, you know. I just like that we get Cobb Mox. Yeah, like Cobb Mox. Yeah. It's a little bit of a weird placement because you have to imagine, well, Mox has to go over, right? Yeah. But I guess they can tell a story where I think he just he could win by DQ. Yeah, they could tell a story. Yeah, that's true. They could do a run in when it looks like he's about to win to avoid Cobb from taking a pin. Um, I rhymed, Or they could do a thing where like, yeah, Moxley gets to win, but it's like a roll up and Cobb kicked the living shit out of him a lot of the match. Because that's the whole thing is he's weakening him up for Jericho. I think people like Cobb and the chairman, Mm. maybe a little bit of Pac, are the reason they need to have a mid-card belt. There's a lot of talent on that roster that is going to get kind of swept aside because the tag division is actually turning out to be pretty good. This this whole uh, page and kenny having mm-hmm. the belts i like it. i like it it's and it's maybe it. more interested in watching tag wrestling and you know they're they're defending against the lucha bros which it's gonna be spot festy because lucha bros are always kind of spot festy mm-hmm. but hey at least i'll say zero fear a few times um the women's title now that nyla rose has it feels more legitimate to me uh the top title obviously has been like a huge sticking point i mean you know, the the inner circles basically thrown aside every competitor, but there's mm. a bunch of people that are, like, kind of stuck in this middle that are kind of directionless. Like, I, I think it'd be cool to have, like, a Scorpio Sky, Jeff Cobb, or, like, Pac versus Sean Spears feud over whatever you call the mid-card belt on AEW. No, I think they'd have enough talent to warrant a mid-card belt at this point, for sure. Um, what, what would you make the belt? Intercontinental, United States... TV um, title Euro, Old school title Euro-American mm, The Euro-American title <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The uh Pangea. No one ever does Africa Should be the African title I like the AW Pangea title yeah, A bunch title. of white guys Fighting over the African titles A little too on the nose Yeah I don't really like that The AW what? The AW Pangea title mm, Yes hmm. Going Tra- back Only Luchasaurus can win it Not intercontinental But transcontinental <laughs> That way neither Rose can win it Whoa <laughs> Is that not where you're going with that? No <laughs> So, no, but speaking... that's what the joke was. No, I wasn't going there. But joking aside, I will say, I give WWE a little bit of credit that she won the title, and they're not like, hey, she's trans. We're inclusive. Look at yeah. us. We're good people. Look at us. Look at us. Look what we're doing. WWE would be, like, everywhere about that. And but like, also, WWE wouldn't do it until 2045. That's true. And Stephanie McMahon would be like, look what I did! <laughs> she's out there on her walker. Her H still look the same, though. Yeah. Um, But... So, I do give him credit for not, like, heavy-handing that. I do like her with the belt, like you said. Riho was, like, a fine first champion, I guess, but it, it ran... She it. got, like, a good pop when people didn't yeah. know who she was, but then it was like, I don't like watching you wrestle. And she has not do, like... Her matches, especially this one, with the crowd got into it, like, with the, the comeback. Yeah. But I am don't... And not to sound like a, a stickler or some, like, old-school wrestling douchebag, you know? But I can't watch Riho give like Snapdragon suplexes to Nyla. Yeah. Like two of them in a row and take anything seriously. That looks ridiculous to me. Yeah. I and think I... that there's a lot of talent on that women's roster also. That'll be more fun to see go toe to toe with Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. You think about like, uh, what's her name? The alien. Yeah. Call alien big that, uh, the other girl from OWA who wasn't Riho and wasn't Freddie Mercury. I can't there's... remember her name right now. Yeah. But I really like her. Yeah. Uh, they, they, do you need to make some more like legitimate babyface women's wrestlers because they have a lot of heels now. I don't know why they turned Britt Baker heel. She goes, she wasn't a good face. She wasn't a good face, but you need a like. Who's the face? But she's a better heel. I maybe I try to find someone. I wonder if Ty Valkyrie's contracts up yet. I'm I'm googling the AEW roster. So give me a, a second yeah. here. Brandy I think is much better. I at, think Brandy just shouldn't really be in the ring that much. Yeah, exactly. I think she's much better. As an on-air character, manager, not so much a Nightmare Collective. Uh, but as a wrestler, I don't think that would be the best direction to go they in. A, they have a bunch of people on here that are 0, zero overall. Yeah, they have a lot of uh, talent. Like Even this week when I was seeing that video package for Pac cutting that promo yeah. to Omega, I just kept thinking, like, man, I wish I got more Pac like, in the ring so far. Uh, by the way, the, the tag team name is uh hybrid squared that's helico and yeah. uh jack owens <laughs> we talked about that and you couldn't remember what it was uh i'm just scrolling through stuff you if you have a thought you can finish it evil Uno. I'm, i don't know why i keep reading out people's names i'm literally just looking for the women's <laughs> roster jimmy havoc hasn't been on tv oh he has been on tv in 2020 hasn't he yes uh oh but to go back to the jeff cobb thing is where i think we started this is he hasn't You could say he hasn't gotten a lot of chances, I think, to maybe show off a personality as much. Kip Sabian has been in 12 matches on AEW. That's including Dark. I think he's a Dark Dark regular. Yeah. Yeah. And so I look forward to maybe seeing if they can get more of a character out of Jeff Cobb and what that could be. And I also, I like him as an addition to the Inner Circle. I'm starting to think the Inner Circle is too thick. But I wouldn't add anybody else. Yeah. Part of it is also that there's like the spinoff that's MJF and Wardlow who aren't really inner circle, but are like inner circle adjacent. Yeah. They're heels. They're not, but they don't don't have that entire thing with him and Jericho. They're not in the inner circle, but they're not going to cross paths with the inner circle. Yeah. Like, you know, so that, that is true. Did you see the lashing segment? Yeah. Amazing. You, you, you were in on it. I I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was like some of the best, most compelling wrestling. That's why I was talking about Cody Rhodes. Like, I mean, all all the way back to being, like, the throne breaker. Like, every segment Cody Rhodes is in, he's made one slip-up the entire time. Mm -hmm. And it's when he brought up WWE when he was cutting the promo on Jericho for some reason. Yeah. When he could just let Sleeping Dogs lie on that one. But it's like, if there's one person who just kind of, like, gets what wrestling can be in 2020 right now. Well, I guess it's like, there's the two versions of it, right? There's Matt and Nick Jackson who get that it can be, like, a Twitter clip fest. Dave Meltzer 6 out of 20 stars or People whatever. People standing around waiting for spots at times. Um and then but the the person who just like gets what the most intense level of wrestling can be right now is probably mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I will say one thing about I really like the segment. Uh don't disagree with that. The only thing is the story they told during the segment was really good and it was like Cody has to get through this to get to MJF. And I don't think they stressed that point enough like MJF had like his rider of things he wanted. Yeah. But there wasn't talk going into the lashings about like, you know, are you how can you last ten lashings if you give up, you're not gonna get this match. He just kind of said, I get to, you know, whip you ten times. Yeah. And so I wish they maybe would have like stressed that a little more going into the the that week when they did that segment. But other than that, I thought it was really good. Sakura? Is that who we're talking about? No, no, no. It's uh Sheeta, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Shida. No, he carries Shida isn't Oh, her. I do like her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. I thought you were referencing the girl who got her teeth knocked out, but not nope. really knocked Sheeta. out. Sheeta. Okay. Why is this one blurred out? I found a picture that's blurred. Oh my God. I can't even click on it. It's a it mystery. The hmm. The world may never know. Also, uh, Brandy and Awesome Congress to list as Nightmare Collective. On- I don't know what's going on there. I just hope they just move along. Yeah, I agree. They did the thing where Luther showed up. That was a miss. They did the tag match the next week, which was really bad. Just drop it and keep moving. So who the fuck is this person blurred out? That's kind of like, so they started doing this thing with page and Omega and they were obviously really leaning into like dissension between page and the rest of the elite. And he was drinking a lot. And it was like, are they going to do an alcoholism angle, which really never works as like a serious angle in wrestling. Um, but then he got over by drinking beer. Like no one's ever done that before, right? No one from you, yeah, no <laughs> one's ever drank beer and, and gotten over, but no one who may in some form or fashion be considered cowboy adjacent has yeah. ever, <laughs> ever really gotten over drinking beer ever, but page is over right now in the crowd's hot form. So if they have called an audible, cause they didn't really mention him and, in- Oh, they did mention it on commentary. I took I, it back. I think he, yeah, I think that they've done a really good job of accidentally getting him over with the whole drinking thing. Mm-hmm. I wish Adam Page looked more badass. It bothers me so much that he's the hangman and he looks like that. Yeah, like I, I, I almost wish he looked like Idris Elba. Like if the if Idris Elba came out and they called him Adam Hangman Page, I'd be like, that's a fucking hangman, right? <laughs> I think the best thing to do is keep riding this momentum. And then at some point, Paige and Omega can drop the tag belts. Uh, hopefully, it's within the next couple months because I think as great as, as much as I've enjoyed their tag run so far in this team, Omega has more value, value to be served elsewhere than in a tag team. Both of them do. Both of them do, yeah. And so you can eventually take the belts off them. And then just instead of doing this, like, someone turns and there's, like, a feud, just Paige being like, I need to do my own thing. I'm an outlaw. Cowboy shit. And he can just go off and do his thing goes and wins the hardcore title goes and wins the trans-european japan pangea 24 7 title transnational intercontinental flight title mm-hmm. the air america you can only title win only win it on intercontinental flights Ooh, the delta title Ooh. the southwest title the what if it was the southwest title right mm-hmm. but not the airplane company it was just title only representing like <laughs> southern california new mexico uh, arizona does the title come with a complimentary complimentary bag of nuts you don't get those on southwest Oh. oh, yeah, they give you like pretzels now or some shit. They do pretzels. Pretzels I, and you get a warm towel sometimes. But they do have those little bottles of alcohol. Yeah, I bought one of those. They're expensive. You know what I don't like about Southwest? What? No assigned seating. You just have to fucking wake up right 24 hours before your and flight. And check in to get and A check group, in to yeah. try to get an A group and, even and try when to you got a get group, stuck in the middle. Right, but even if you have A group, here comes someone in a wheelchair and someone who's a veteran. You're like, oh, and I can't wait for I, these guys. I... Get, shoot, upset when they're like, <laughs> well, mothers with young families board. Now, I'm like, fuck you. You're just- going to have a crying kid on this airplane, and I still have to board after them? Do you just, like, grab a child? <laughs> You're like, I have a child. Now I strangle the kids. <laughs> oh, my God. I put them into the, the coquina clutch. Ooh. Um, Teaching them what's like to mess with me. So, some of the upcoming stuff, they, like, loaded up their TV going into Revolution. Holy shit, yeah. Uh we got Lucha Bros versus Kenny and Paige next week, which should be a very good match. We also got the tag team Battle Royale, which I think it should be what it is what it is, but they'll find a team. It's gonna walk out of Revolution with the tag belts, right? You'd think so. It could be the Bucks. That could be the climax to this like dissension. Uh maybe. That'd be that'd be a cool storyline. Yeah. Um, and then the go home show. Not even at Revolution, the Go Home Show. We're getting a thirty minute Iron Man match between Pac and Kenny that I'm very excited for and I think is fucking important to kenny omega in aw going forward yeah because Th- this match needs to be like four out of five stars yes yeah but if i may bitch mm-hmm. it's not an iron man match If it's 30 minutes is it half an iron man match the yes. 10 man match uh, iron man match is a 60 minute <laughs> match a 30 minute iron man match is just a regular pay-per-view match yeah there's been a lot of people like there's a loud section of fans who are like I don't watch Kenny's other stuff. I started watching AEW. I've heard so much about him going into it. I don't see what's so special. There's a lot of people who say what's that. What's been his best match in AEW? The only one I can think of off the top of my head is him and Moxley in the hardcore match. Yeah. That, that, that even wasn't... That wasn't... Like, that, even people like complained that it was like, why, why was this match so violent? Like What yeah. did these guys have against each other? Like, I feel like with this tag run with Paige and some of their tag matches and the the show opener they did with SCU this week, I feel like you kind of see Kenny getting like a swag back in the ring. I I, I see where you're going with that. Mm -hmm. My complaint with Kenny is that Kenny is what happens when a meme becomes a wrestler. Because to get Kenny, you have to be in on all the joke, you know, and not jokes like the wrong term, but right. you have to understand the Terminator thing. You have to know about like his NJPW history and all this stuff. Well, that's it's the same thing with the Young Bucks too, though, man. Right. Like even the Lucha Bros, are no, like right. you have to have watched like seventy episodes of Being the Elite to be like, oh, I get what these guys are so good. That's like if I had to pick WWE's, WWE, AEW's like biggest problem right now with storytelling, they need to address is. They tell people, oh, you just have to watch Dynamite to get what's going on. That's not true. If I'm not watching Being the Elite, uh, Road to Revolution, and all that other shit on AW YouTube. AEW Dark, even. Yeah, you're missing a lot of things. There's a story to be told about Kenny like becoming known as a, one of the best wrestlers in the world and having it all in Japan and deciding to leave that and go to this next chapter in his life. That if you don't watch all this other shit, you're not getting that story at all. Yeah. I mean, Being the Elite should be sk- sketches. If they want to tell stories like that, they should do it on AEW. Or if they don't have the time, it should be like a 30-minute documentary spot that they drop on YouTube and promote the shit out of on their broadcast. I totally agree. Yeah. And if they're going to cover important things, or if they're going to have story stuff that enhances what they're doing on TV on Road to Revolution or AEW Dark while you're on television, have JR be like, I got to go on YouTube, check out Road Revolution this week. It's not a bad JR. And then people will go and look at it, and then they will know these things. So I agree. The other side of that is that we circle back to this point a lot. This this is where you run into the issue, where it's a bunch of buddies who made a company together, mm-hmm. and they're all wrestlers, and they don't want to say no to the wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get things like plot points spiraling off into all these different YouTube videos. It'd be like if you were watching WWE, and to get the full story – You had to listen to after the bell and watch like up, up, down, down. Exactly. Like, and Cody said, it gets brought up in an interview going into Dynamite. He was like, you will not need to watch all this secondary programming to know what's going on in Dynamite. And it's like, well, it's not really true, unfortunately. So maybe Cody really believes that though. Real quick, looking forward to Dustin versus Jake Hager. Looking forward to watching Jake Hager wrestle as I never watched him as Jack Swagger. So I don't really know how he is. It's interesting. They've kind of they've kept him out of the ring, so it seems like a big deal that he's, he's finally getting in there. Big fucking dude, dressed like a math teacher. Yeah, I do not get the point of the polo. But that's revolution. It really, really looks like he showed up on his first day in a polo, and they hadn't set up wardrobe yet, mm-hmm. and they were like, ah, "Fuck, you're live. You got to go out there." And then he went out there, and they're like, "All right, I guess the polo is part of the gimmick." I like the polo look. I just don't get it. Yeah, why? You you have to watch. Uh, yeah, you have to watch. being the inner circle to understand you to, it. You have to watch being the elite, the deleted scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but that imagine What do you think his ring gear looks like? I you think, think he goes like UFC trunks. Yeah, he's gonna go UFC trunks. I hope he goes full Shawn Michaels glam pants, <laughs> in a wig for long hair. <laughs> they they still doing fireworks on AEW? Yeah, yeah. They just come out here and do the Shawn Michael flex. I hope that J- Jake Hager just becomes Shawn Michaels, I guess. That would be weird. How far can he get his foot up? Can he super kick? I'm sure he's a flexible man. I mean, he's he's an AEW, so if he can't super kick, he wouldn't be on the get roster. The fuck out of <laughs> here. How hard does he slap his leg? <laughs> That's the question. Mm. That's revolution, but before that. Revolution is a mystery. Yeah, but this weekend, we're going to Portland. Well, we're not going to Portland, but Hunter and his. I would love to go to Portland. You want to go to Portland? Brand is. It's yeah, place. oh, vegan. Oh, sometime coffee? I would. Like yeah. that'd be a fun place to visit, but not like not in the next couple days. I'm busy. <laughs> not a good time. NXT it's Takeover. Not for, it's not for a week. What? Sixteenth? That's this Sunday. Nah. Okay, you can argue <laughs> if you want. Still dates. <laughs> this Sunday, live from the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. NXT Takeover. Do you think they should keep doing NXT Takeover this city, or should they start coming up with names for these? I like Takeover This City. Like this one could be NXT Takeover Daddy's Home. You know, because Champ is coming for his title. Oh, I thought that they were just going to play the movie Daddy's Home <laughs> instead of the pay-per-view. Yeah. Where, is it, Does Will Ferrell not have a penis in that movie? Have you seen Daddy's Home? No, he can't have children. I think he doesn't have a dick. No, he has a dick. Are you sure? Yeah. I've only seen parts of Daddy's Home. I can tell. <laughs> and Let's John Cena's c- c- the dad. He's the, uh, who is it? They do a thing. I can't remember. He's the real dad, isn't he? He's a real dad of somebody. Oh, yeah, cause Mark Wahlberg Mark marries someone yeah. at the very end of that movie who also has kids. So he's like, oh, you're a stepdad now, too. And then their real dad is John Cena. Why did Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell keep working together? Oh, they made Daddy's Home, too. And they made the other guys. Mel Gibson is in Daddy's Home, too. And are you ever like, well, well he's the dad. Yeah. And you're like, Mel Gibson. People just really uh, let what he said go, huh? Yeah. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's surprising. Motherfucker directed a movie. Yeah. that was nominated for Oscars. I feel like for a while after that. Yeah. Wow, that's just Hollywood, huh? Who is who is Will Ferrell's dad? And daddy's home too. Oh, the guy from uh, Frasier. Not Fraser? the guy not the guy from <laughs> Fraser. Uh oh, God. the guy yeah, um uh I think he, is he in Third Rock from the Sun? Is it Marvin. John Lithgow? Is yep. that who it is? Okay, it. yeah. I, I, I can never remember John Lithgow's name. I can always remember his face. So the way I get to him is by Googling Trinity Killer Dexter. <laughs> I get it mixed up with Jim Gaffigan all the time. Not really. <laughs> I both, they both understood. have soft voices. I almost understood why. <laughs> I was like, they kind of do, I right? I gave you a look and then it made sense for a second. <laughs> if you like squint and listen to the word Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. What does young John Lithgow look like? Jim Gaffigan. Is he in Midnight <laughs> Cowboy? Midnight Cowboy. That's not a song, is it? I think I made that up. No, it's an X-Ray movie that won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. About a gigolo. Why does Return Shift open up into a new tab? Mac. Mac Life. He was not Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Third Rock from the Sun came out way later than I remember it coming out. It started in 96. Wow. I just want a picture of young Jong Cow Internet. Doesn't exist. Oh, he's pretty. Aww. That's Steve Buscemi <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why is Steve Buscemi on here? <laughs> Maybe John Lithgow just looks like Steve Buscemi Have they ever been in the same room at the same time? <laughs> Could be the same person <laughs> Dramatic transformation <laughs> What are we talking about? We're making talking about John Lithgow <laughs> Making some predictions For the stacked hey John card in John Lithgow in uh, that movie where he played a woman Hanksy Takeover Portlandia What is that movie called? Where John Lithgow plays a woman I remember. You know what I'm talking about? You're not mixing it up with the Amazon series Transparent, are you? Where the guy from uh, Arrested Development. Michael Sarah. Okay, can we just move on? (laughs) Takeover predictions. First match. It's a street fight. It's a grudge match between Dakota Kai and Dinox. V-Generation X explodes. does. Does, does. Does Dakota Kai run a dojo? The Dakota Kai dojo? Oh, like Cobra Kai? What? What's that? <laughs> the <To> Cobra Kai. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I just figured out her next tag team when we team up with a cobra. Is her and a snake? Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> so, I've, I've utterly missed the storyline. I've watched NXT. We've been going at it. It's just like, it, I guess I glaze over one of yeah. those. I just don't really care about it, I guess. You have to, so my prediction strictly comes with who do they have more plans for coming out of this. And I think it's Dakota Kai compared it's, to Teague Knox. I think it's Teague Knox. Okay, I well. I think that because you took Dakota Kai Well, though. fine. So, I'll take Teague. Oops. I'm in your bubble. <laughs> you are. Why do you put my name first? Do I not usually put your name first? No, you usually put my name second. Yeah. Uh. Next. Johnny Gargano, Johnny failure. Johnny, pack it up and go home, little bitch. <laughs> Damn, just kidding. <laughs> again, Spent Botter, the hottest ting in the business. So, yeah. The, <laughs> the question here is, do they hand Finn Balor? This is his first takeover, right? Does it come back? Yarp. Yeah. Do they hand Finn Balor a loss in his first takeover, or do they yet again put Johnny Gargano in a casket and put it on the ground? What Triple H says, we love Johnny Gargano. <laughs> I tell you what. Grab a handful of dirt and throw it on that casket. <laughs> <laughs> it's Finn like, Balor going over. It's like if you broke up with someone and then they texted you how much they love you. Every time you go back. Yeah. It's and then like, you lose. What the fuck is it? Where they're like, Finn Balor, or Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano is one of our greatest commodities. And then he loses in every takeover. Well, it's, if you're ever like, man, Gargano was such a white hot baby face. How are people starting to boo him? He never wins. And eventually <laughs> yeah. if you lose enough, people are like, yeah, this guy's kind of fucking loser. I don't yeah. want to hang out with him no more. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's, the, the, what's the best win he's had in the last year? I guess when he beat Cold that one time? The, his only win you mean? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then you got like Balor, who I mean. That match was phenomenal. That was a two out of three falls match. Yeah. They're gonna be no going way. Yeah, that's two two three, three falls. They're gonna be going against the current because Balor keeps being a badass and bat and calling his shots and then, you know, winning. People will start to like him. Does he come out? as prince devit wait what he comes out the same guy I just we call him prince Devitt. i, th- I assume that you I, are were you thinking the demon though? no that, that was the that bit was the i was trying game. to play yeah does he come out as a demon though is the question he comes out as the demon it's fucking lights for gargant unless they bury the demon okay no <laughs> man could you imagine something that would piss the crowd off more than if the demon lost to johnny failure I'm Johnny just, kick him in the ding ding <laughs> kick him in the ding ding I'm just so happy that he's back in NXT and it's no longer like the demons a separate entity like it was in the main roster yeah where they're like you face Finn Balor but now you're gonna face the demon <laughs> it's, just, it's just game face mode and also yeah. they haven't ruined it that the way they had on the main roster where you were like why is he not the demon against Brock Lesnar for the belt at the Royal if it Rumble. gives him superpowers and he's unbeatable with it no now it's just like hey my game face is on taking this shit seriously you're about to get stomped do you think he comes out as the demon Yes. Damn, rip Finn or rip uh, Johnny, dude. Rip him hard, brother. Go back to that pizza joint your daddy runs. Damn. <laughs> Has there ever been a man who's put up a more embarrassing performance against a white guy with short arms? <laughs> I don't know. There's too many variables to qualify an answer. Next up, the North American titles on the line. The battle, of the behemoths. Keely defends his belt against. <laughs> Sorry, I left I a minute joke. I just read it. That's so fucking funny. Dominic, uh, I, wrote, I wrote Bogdanovich. And I forgot I did that, so it really cracked me up when I saw it. That joke's not going to be funny to anyone no. else. Because who the fuck knows who Bobin Bogdanovich <laughs> right? is? Dominic Dijakovich. It's a Bola rematch again. Bola. Big men do flips. I'm not looking forward to this. I'm the one person on planet Earth not looking forward to it. Yeah, you're so weird. I'm getting 18 minutes of, oh, he's so big, but he can jump so high. So just mute the commentary. <laughs> I can't. stop to see it. Man, that big shouldn't lose feet. my God. What are you doing? It's such an interesting... It's like... It is. It'll be like, fun. You're the NBA fan that complains that Zion's just a side <laughs> show. <laughs> like, these are two <laughs> giant guys. We've seen f- this match. So? Okay, what are they going to do this time? Are they Are going to jump out of the stadium? And...
1: Oh, I, arena! I'm how sorry. how
0: long did you talk about Omega Okada for? That was great. It was Story the telling. fourth <laughs> match. This is only their third match in the past month, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a stickler. This is also the end of this, you I'm, know. I'm being a Debbie Downer. This is the end of it. It'll be a fun match. They're they're Keith Lee walks away with the belt, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's been the champ three weeks, and they're already like, all right, future Universal Champ Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Early. Next up, we got tag titles. The Undisputed Era team of Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley defend their belts against the winners of the Dusty Classic 2020, the Broserweights. I'm still convinced the WWE doesn't want to put a belt on Matt Riddle because he talked too much shit about <laughs> legends. There's like all those dirt sheet, dirt sheet uh, rumors out there that are like, Matt Riddle has heat with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's like, who? oh, the kid who doesn't wear shoes? I don't really know him that well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who chug tested <laughs> that <kid>? guy? <laughs> yeah, he smells funny. He smells like Shane's bedroom when he was in high school. <laughs> he smells like Shane's bedroom now. Yeah, right? <laughs> he keeps telling me it's because of the forticulitis. <laughs> it makes that smell. <laughs> <laughs> what a gross sentence, but at the end of anything, it makes that smell disgusting. Um, but I don't think that they're gonna put it on the broser weights because you think they love Peter Dunne. But by the way, there was a customer who came into my store yesterday named Pete Dunn. and I was like, "Are you kidding? Did you grab his fingers?" <laughs> I, yeah, I I printed off his receipt to see if I could get his name on there. It wasn't on there. I was going to ah, send you a new picture. Damn. Do you think they're making Matt Riddle, like, a little too cheeky and cutesy with this whole, like, thing with Pete Dunn? Pete, I mean, du- Pete Dunn's all like, oh, I'm serious, my from the streets of, of Nottingham or wherever he's from. And then in Matt Riddle's... Him. Me and Robin Hood used to run together. Yeah, and then Matt Riddle's kind of like the Cheech and Chong side of it. And he's like, bro, weed, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I'm it's, adorable. It's, it's, it's a little much, but... Matt Riddle the thing that we always forgive about Matt Riddle, Riddle is he steps in the ring and you're really like that guy's a badass I was gonna say that's where he benefits that he can be all cheeky haha and then flip a switch and you're like oh yeah he, he can kick someone's head off yeah so it works because it, he he has that rare quality with wrestlers where he actually beats the shit out of humans for his previous career I think we are seeing the dismantling of the Undisputed Era right before our very eyes so I'm taking the broserwitz I think the Undisputed Era is gonna last at least until the Mania takeover. that's another thing is there a Mania take why wouldn't there be a Mania takeover? Oh, yeah. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have... Wait, uh, I didn't put in my official pick. Okay. It's the Undisputed Era. I really don't think they put a belt on Matt Riddle. How I, many... I, I think Matt Riddle's weird. got to pay his dues after talking shit. This That's weird, because I feel like we did a lot of takeover predictions where you're like totally yeah, just, against the UE winning at all, yeah. and then I'm like, nope, Undisputed Era all the way uh next up women's title rhea ripley against bianca blur are they doing charlotte ripley pretty much yeah so they should just they what they should do for this match Mm -hmm. is they should just have like i don't know tom phillips because he's probably free walk out on stage with an envelope open it up and say the winner of the match is rhea ripley (laughs) Save us well, all the 18 minutes of pretty good work. So, obviously, Rhea's winning. Yes. However, is there a chance that we could get, like, maybe a Charlotte Flair mix in here? Maybe they end up setting up a triple threat at WrestleMania? I hope not. Me too. <laughs> but you never know. They love Bianca Belair. I know. That's the only bummer, the way things worked out this year, is I feel like Bianca's really taken off right now, and it's like, well, not quite yet. Sorry. You got to wait. Yeah. they WWE has does an amazing job at planning three months too early. Yeah. Where they constantly are like, all right, well, we're going to do uh, Rhea Charlotte, and then Bianca's going to be the next rising star. And, uh, oh, Bianca's getting... He- he- mm-hmm. Let's mush yeah. that down. Yeah. We need you to get heat later. And then later comes that <laughs> she can't get a pop anymore. Yeah. Should be a good match though. hopefully. Sometimes people transcend that, though. And that's when you get people like Becky or that's true. Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. who just transcend WWE trying to mush the flame. In the main event, it is Adam Cole defending his NXT Championship against Tommaso Ciampa, the Psycho Killer. Daddy's gonna say, "Yeah." <laughs> I would like to know what you think's gonna happen in this match. So it is weird. but I was trying to th- think about it earlier because I was like, oh, you know, Ciampa's gonna come back, get his gold back finally." But it was like ah, WrestleMania weekend's right around the corner, you know? Yeah. And they I, hold off. I. Th- How often have we seen Ciampa lose a match? Well, he hasn't wrestled in forever. Yeah, well, but he was wrestled a few times here, obviously, but I mean, Champa doesn't a big match. Really lose, so I think it's going to be hugely impactful if it's like a surprise loss. Like, what 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 would be more impactful? Champa wins after like seventeen finishers, or Cole gets a like a surprise Panama Sunrise on him. I think we're up for the pin. So my thinking here is it's like if we hold off on Champa getting that belt back another month, does it add more like? fire to that for him to finally win it and i don't think it does i think it's like it's at its fever pitch like the people go nuts for him let give him the belt back yeah you would have to really do something for the crowd to be like fuck adam cole to, and to get even hotter for Tommaso champa yeah so i i'm honestly i'm predicting the full fall of the undisputed era the undisputed era gets disputed i think the undisputed era collapses on mania on mania I don't know why they would do it now, you know? I don't think that show's going to be the week of Mania. Are they doing it like the week earlier or something this I year? I don't know. I can't. I'm oh, sorry. Mania's not a two-day event. Mania's still a one-day event. Yeah, but I thought they were changing it up now. I can't remember. Let me see. Isn't someone going head-to-head with that TakeOver? Like, uh, NJPW? North I, American think R- I think ROH might be, because they're stupid. Uh NXT Takeover Tampa. Oh, no. This year it is... I. I don't know why I thought they changed it, but according to this website, it is the night before WrestleMania stuff. Yeah, of course. So, uh, yeah, I'm still going to predict that the UE falls this year. They tell us maybe they'll do a rematch this year, this month. But I'm taking Champa. I think that story, you know, coalesces in, in WrestleMania weekend. And then you get the Wednesday night after Mania where you get everyone tuning in to see Champa walking around with the belt, strutting that ass. Deadass. To see, to see uh, Adam Cole choking Bobby Fish to death. That uh, could be happening. The only problem is he can't reach his throat because his arms are so short. <laughs> Probably he's like a T Rex. Puts his hand past, on his forehead. Like his hands pass his <laughs> so, chin. Yeah. Like in in uh, what is that fucking movie? Meet the Robinsons. Did we? Oh no. What? Uh, I thought we disagreed a lot, but there's really only three matches. That's fifty fifty percent at least. Well, you picked Prince Devitt in the Chani Arcano match. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's gonna win. No. <laughs> We, we disagree three times. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty Half the matches. All right. That's more than we usually do. Usually it's like, if we pick a WWE card, we might much pick straight until like one match we disagree on. Yeah. Pretty much. You got any final things you want to hit real quick, Michael? Nothing, come to mind. All right. What are we watching this week? This week we are watching what might be my favorite Hell in a Cell match of all time No Way Out 2000, Mick Foley versus Triple H, title versus career Whoa. Whoa. All right, everybody. If you'd like to join us in watching this Hell in a Cell match, fire out the WWE network. Go to No Way Out 2000. We got it paused up at 2 hours, 4 minutes, 18 seconds. Adam, are you ready? I guess. All right. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Do you prefer WWF or WWE? That's a moot point. But not not like content, but name. Federation or entertainment? I like the sound of Federation more than entertainment. It makes it seem so official. It's like, ooh, everyone's come together to make a Federation of (laughs) wrestling. The Fed. The Federation. You ever listen to Future? No. Do you think... China, is the person that got, no pun intended, screwed the most by Triple H's <laughs> career. Uh, I think she got herself screwed by pretty good. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Know. What's the joke? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by Stephanie McMahon rocking her tank top tucked into her jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I was really distracted by Triple H's pecs. They are wet. Yeah. They, they're also perfect. You know how hard it is to get pecs like that? Never tried. <laughs> he also has Undertaker. He stole Undertaker's goatee. <laughs> he literally stole it. Right now, Undertaker is somewhere going, where the fuck did I put that thing? <laughs> you ever seen someone that has only the goatee <sighs> part shaved? What do you mean? Only the goatee part. Yeah, like they have like, the rest of the beard except for the goatee. Like they have mutton chops? They're just mutton chops? Yeah, so, I was like, mean like mutton what what chops. stupid... That facial hair only works on one human. Wolverine? Wolverine. You Jackman. If you were going to watch a work fight... Mm-hmm between is this a fight in a workplace or a worked fight a worked fight uh, okay between peak huge jackman mm-hmm. and peak triple h yeah who do you think wins well it, if it's in the wwe then you know triple h ain't doing the job <laughs> to no wolverine bitch what about this wolverine where's uh, he signed at now i guess the aw thing was not true so where's he at no idea maybe he's aw maybe he's just at their performance center maybe they left him on the jericho cruise <laughs> i <I'd laughs> forgot jericho cruise i don't know Fully wild. I think it said fully will die. No. Oh. <laughs> Why are they wrestling for the Intercontinental Belt? That you're being stupid. <laughs> Here he comes, Cactus Jack. But they tell a great story in this match where they just call him McFoley, putting his career on the line, the young age of 34. Do you think Hangman ever tried to put in that bounty? What bounty? The bounty on McFoley shirt. Well, it, well, he, no. He's not a bounty hunter. He just hangs the people at the end. He's a hangman. He's like, uh. <laughs> well, he's like, uh, Kurt Russell in, um. Uh, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, thank you. Yeah. No, he, was, he wasn't He was the hangman. Yeah, he was. Was not No. Who no. was the hangman? One of the guys they went to was the who was in there already who's the hangman um i can see his face he was in reservoir dogs i thought kurt russell was the one that's like oh does kurt russell always cash his ones alive what was kurt russell's dick in that movie uh you know we could play this team 10 times and they would beat us nine <laughs> are you doing miracle great moments <laughs> come <laughs> from great opportunities how many kurt russell movies can you name that's what you have here tonight man uh tombstone he likes playing a cowboy, doesn't he? Yeah. Hate Flight. Hate Flight director's cut. Dude. <laughs> While racing towards the town of Red Rock in post Civil War Wyoming, bounty hunter John the Hangman Ruth. Oh. Kurt Russell. I was wrong. I think that was just his nickname. I always didn't think he was the actual hanger of men. <laughs> Can we call Adam Cole that now? <laughs> sure. Adam the Hanger of Men Cole. You mean Adam I want to Page say hang someone? Did I say Cole? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Adam Page hang someone. Graphic, the cell has come down. Foley McF- wants McFoey to leave. made the cell. I mean, I, the first match was obviously like a five-star match between Taker and and uh, Michaels, but holy shit, did Foley raise the bar to an unreachable standard with that one against Undertaker? Was uh was the Michaels? undertaker one the f- that's the first cell match ever right yes it's the very first cell match. Did, did they immediately leave the cell too yep, that's the joke because that well you immediately killed the gimmick because in the very first match they get out of the fucking cell <laughs> well there's a lot of chains on this one so i feel like they're not going to get out no chance in you hell. remember you remember in SmackDown versus raw 2008 mm-hmm. when you could yeah. just like break the roof <laughs> and you could also do like any finishing move off the top of the cage could you really? Yeah, so you could just do like a military press off the cage. Oh my god, be. that's brutal. I don't know how they <laughs> did yeah. that without injuring someone. So, on our last podcast, we watched the uh, Street Fight from the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And then they're doing the rematch now. This time, at Cactus Jack has put his career on the line. Only 34, which is pretty wild, but when you think about the way... It's the 90s. It is the 90s, as they say. This is 99? 99. You know, it's 2000. Vaguely looks like ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, they got that all padlocked, brother brother. I I think that wrestlers career should probably end at thirty four. Not today. I mean maybe it's being specific, but like look at like Corey Graves and Daniel Bryan and What about him? The concussions, man. Yeah, but that's a little bit different. Daniel's back and doing good. Are we sure? <laughs> you think he's like lying well, He could turn into Aaron Hernandez any day now oh my god <laughs> what I mean Aaron Hernandez had other shit going on it was like it, concussions don't make you just murder three people you know <laughs> yeah also Dale Bryan's getting checked like after every match they're like are you concussed <laughs> does this still freak you out when he wrestles <laughs> no, he no. a- I'm, 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 I trust him now like, occasionally okay. he'll take a bump where I'll be like Ooh. there goes yeah. his third grade memories yeah oh low blow that dastardly heel Triple H what a son of a bitch so this, if, if if we're calling this heel triple H, this would be more akin to WWE executive triple H, not oh runner of NXT. Absolutely, H. I mean it's the hunter or the hunter, the McMahon Helmsley era. But you know, heel Triple H is is WWE exec pretty much on, appearing on SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, face Triple H is, is Degeneration X rebel slash daddy of Triple H or daddy of NXT. Yeah, daddy of NXT. <laughs> it's so funny that if he appears on Wednesday nights, he's a face. If he appears on Friday nights, he's a heel. Yeah. Exactly. And people say K Fabe's dead. Right? Ridiculous. If you so, were going to be a wrestler, mm-hmm. and you had to give yourself a fake name, mm-hmm. would you also name yourself after a plant? Because Cactus Jack is a pretty cool name. It's prickly. You can't grab onto it. Yeah. Yeah. I would Cactus go with Jack's like a badass name. Sunflower. Yeah. Rosata. So, as I was saying earlier, 34, and obviously... Cactus Jack does work WrestleMania 2000, um, but then after that he takes does his retirement thing. It's more of like a full time retirement, but it's kind of crazy because at from 2000 after that Mania until 2008 when his when he's no longer with WWE, he wrestles a total of I think like 23 matches. They use them like sparingly here and there. When he signed with WWE in 96, from 96 up into 99. I looked up the numbers. He wrestled like almost seven hundred matches over those four years. That can't be right. Absolutely correct. That is an insane work. Yes. Rate. That is more than when Seth Rollins is doing the whole high work rate thing. Yeah. It was definitely over six hundred. Uh, and I don't have to tell you where I was weeks close to. Is that? I mean they're on Three this years, They always 52? talk about how they're on the road two hundred and something days a year. God. It's crazy. Do you think that when he went to the doctor? Before like this match, right? It was just the scene from Dark Knight Returns, where the doctor's <laughs> like, "Well, you have no cartilage in your knees, pretty much." And like, so he's only thirty-four here, but you think about it, one, not even just like, oh, he used to be like, you know, he has bloody matches, crazy death matches, and stuff like that. It's like also, the it's just the even great. Yeah, it's also just even in like regular matches, the man would take any bump, do any spot to tell the story or get the match over. You know. <laughs> It's, it's like, rough work rate, and beating the shit he, out himself. he, like, he, he like is, takes stiff shots constantly. Yeah. Like, like, like when the death take matches, that just so what? Like, landing on taxes isn't going to shorten your career. Right, but it's like, I want me to you know, take that bump onto some concrete? Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, oof. Or this right here where he gets yeah. shot in the head. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's funny. You think, like, cause you know, everybody's today, like, uh, like all a- athletes today, they're like, oh, well, you know, with uh, medicine today, and people are really taking care of themselves better. That's true. I think if you take Mick Foley... And he's a wrestler in today's world. He still has a short career, like a full-time career. Because, yeah, maybe he lowers the amount of shots to the head like that. He probably still beats the shit out of the rest of his body the same way. Yeah. Because that's just the way he was fucking wired. Yeah, who's the modern-day comp? We did this last week, and I couldn't think of one. Oh, we did that more for, like, the way he got people over. Yeah. Purdue just beats the shit out of himself? Um, Moxley? You could say a Moxley. Oh, not the same kind of wrestling but for a while there people were like will Osprey you're gonna get yourself hurt yeah seriously stop just willing to take whatever bump and just do crazy spots yeah like, more acrobatic compared to like you know barreling his body somewhere the way McFoley would I mean Mick McFoley though I think the, the better comp than like athletes now is McFoley is like 80s basketball players or 70s basketball players where they're just like hand checking and throwing elbows to the ribs. And all then like at halftime, they're just in the locker room smoking cigars. Right. I think that the difference between if you if McFly starts in what ninety six is when WWE signs him. he said, when yeah, he gets it's, he, contract? it's when he came in as Mankind. Yeah. So Mankind in ninety six. If he comes in in twenty sixteen, the difference is that a he probably has someone who WWE pays to tell him everything he should eat. He's probably in the gym more often. And with, like, the modern rules that WWE has set up, he's not taking, mm-hmm. taking as many head shots, and he probably doesn't have as intense of a work rate. Oh, boy. Oh, right to the apps. <laughs> <laughs> so far, oh, right oh. right to the, a little bit lower than the apps. Right, so far in this match, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> has taken a bump over the top rope. He has taken a shot to the head with the steel stairs and a bunch of chair shots. Yeah. And then Triple H took a punch to the abs <laughs> and a chair to the dick.
1: Is Mick a Foley,
0: nope. <laughs> be, the, people will be pissed. Um, the crazy, like that's the thing that Mick got Mick Foley over as like a babyface. I think the most is people saw that like just that work ethic and the way that he was just like giving everything to wrestling. You which maybe that's the problem with it, it also 90s was, wrestling. It and was that also he, that you got glorified for destroying yourself, right? Well, I think, I mean, I think it was Wade Keller mentioned it when talking about the show. He said that Mick Foley was a victim of his own, um, victim of his own ambition. And it was yeah. that, you know, wanting to do everything and do something even crazier to make the batch better kind of caught up to him. Expectations keep getting higher and then you keep beating the shit out of yourself even yeah. more, you know? It, it, so there's there's this thing that I, I talk about a lot called the Peter Principle, mm-hmm. which is the idea that people just get promoted to the level of their incompetency. God damn. Fucking working punch, baby. I feel like Triple H might have gotten split open there, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but the idea is that... Ooh! I've never had Triple H move like that. he's Nimble. <laughs> he's only 17 here. Yeah, back before he was 90% muscle. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's only like 85 here. But uh, the idea behind the Peter Principle is that If you're good at your job, you'll continue to get promoted until you're not good at your job anymore. But people never get fired because employment's sticky and people would rather not fire and have to go through rehiring somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea behind the Peter Principle is that people will constantly get promoted until they're incompetent. I feel like Mick Foley did a version of that where he Peter Principled himself, where he kept raising the stakes until his body just gave out. Yeah. Yeah. He just did everything he could (sighs) until it was like, nah, I got nothing left. So, one thing you have to give Stephanie McMahon credit for, even this early in her, like, run as this on-air heel character, during Triple H matches, she has this way to look like she's really getting off when he is causing pain to other people. Maybe that's not an act. That is a strong chance it's not. Good point. I mean, if you dated Triple H, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Definitely. Wait, (laughs) what? What? Which part? Um, Now I want them to cut Stephanie McMahon to see what you're talking about. I... I'm not an old school wrestling guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a new school wrestling guy. I like the flips and the spot fest and the Will Ospreys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get the point of managers. ah, oh. Especially like Stephanie. Oh. I guess you'd call Stephanie more of a valet in this yeah. circumstance, right? Oh, great. Okay, that looked more brutal from that yeah. angle. <laughs> they used the stairs to get extra leverage. Yeah. You know, so you can kind of... And you could you can almost guarantee that in that spot, McFoley took the worst of he, it. He probably bumped his head back he Bumped his head, his head on the head way down. there. down. He just fell backwards off of like two foot high stairs. Yeah. Ooh, there's blood off someone. And Triple H is wearing a crimson mask. You think he bladed or you think that was hard? No, right? I think Shayna Baszler bit him in the face. <laughs> she was alive at this point. She's like 42. Yeah. Which means. She gnawed her way through the steel. She's pointing what, like 86? Old. She was around when Madonna debuted. For some reason. Oh, is biting him. Biting uh, him. <laughs> he really did Shayna Baszler. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just watch this the other some reason, I that, that Someone was talking about the Madonna song with ABBA. What the fuck's that song called? I can't remember. Someone was saying this is the sexiest music video of all time. Ooh. And I think they should watch more Pussycat Dolls music videos. Oh. And, and the I Super grow up. I want to be famous. Now, the other one. My hump. Where they dance with the chair. That's not. <laughs> 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 yeah. What's the one where they dance with the chair? I'm dancing with the chair. This chair is dancing. Are you I- singing... The song from Space Jam. <laughs> I think I did, was doing that, like subconsciously, not even on purpose. Welcome to Jam. The- yeah, I'm dancing on a chair. Pussy cat dolls. No, oh, she's uh, he's McFoley is interrupting her <laughs> orgasm. Her orgasm. <laughs> she's not happy. Buttons. Is that what that is? That what the song's called? Loosen up my button, bam. You almost got the, got it right. Those are the words. Just Loosen up my buttons. <laughs> that. Song is so adver- uh, overtly sexual. I think it oh, might yeah. be the reason I am a heterosexual. <laughs> Someone asked you. I think the adolescent Adam saw that song and he's like, oh, that's what I want in life. <laughs> this spot, uh, I don't know if I. This is a rough looking one on both ends. A lot of Foley spots, you're like, oh, I think Foley took the worst of that. But that one, I don't. <laughs> what, jumping off the top rope with yeah, the chair? I guess if you're Triple age you're like, I'm just going to you know, kind of cover my head. and I yeah, You cover it. your head and you hope that he manages to wedge the chair part on the ground. and <laughs> Yeah. You think that people that fight Foley have to blade so that you don't notice how much Foley gets the crap beaten out of him? Probably. We've a lot of time in this match talking about Foley beating the shit out of himself. That's true. Let's talk about Triple H, uh, Bone, and Stephanie. Not at this point, never mind. Are they yeah. not? No, yeah. There's This is an on-air thing. It's totally workplace-related. When does it uh, When does it turn into uh, real-time? Th- Whoa! Ruining the gimmick. Almost killed that man. <laughs> Almost killed the man, but uh-oh. Foley has found a way out. What well, if he just walked out and walked into the crowd and was never seen again? <laughs> he faded off into the sunset. Years later, Triple H is in a cafe in France. <laughs> and he pinned a at. <laughs> looked, looked over, saw <laughs> McFoley. They made eye contact and just nodded and moved on with their lives. Have you seen Dark Knight Returns? No. Okay. Um, That's my second reference to Dark Knight Returns of the match, by the way. You made the comment about... Two people who fully matches after blades blade, so you just can't tell how much he beats himself up. Yeah. You're about to see that when he did that spot, like, barreling through the cage to open it up, he sliced open the shit out of his arm. Did he? Yeah. Well, it cuts it right there. Why Why would he do that? If He already threw the- Bang, bang! That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you need that fucking answer? And they have gotten out of the cage. Jim Cornette's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it Oof. will always surprise me how much blood is in a human head. Right? Hey, it's JR. the the king. Jerry Lawler should have started buttoning up his shirt a long time before he started doing commentary, right? So call me like weird, but I think spots like this just look brutal. Yeah, you are weird. Fucking pile driver. Why is that more brutal than doing it in a ring? I don't know. It just, that shit looks, looks, looks good to me. There are two big dudes pile driving them onto a Oh, but as soon as table. two big dudes wrestle at NXT TakeOver, you're and like, they start doing I'm tired <laughs> of watching... Dominic scratch my crotch and teethily <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrestle. uh Oh, I think I think that we should retire that bit because I don't think we'll ever write anything funnier than Dominic Bogdanovich. <laughs> <laughs> that soccer mom is trying to stop Cactus Jack. What if his pants just tore off? I should Ooh, write wrestling. It is ra- so much fun. It is rated TV fourteen for D for Cactus Jack Dick. <laughs> If Which one of his personalities is most like a dick? Mankind? Like, is a jerk in the sense of being no, a dick? like a penis. Or, or shaped like one? No, nah, just like, I mind you a penis. Oh, uh, that man's in the cage now. Is he in the match? Dude love. <laughs> dude love is hanging. Dude love is definitely a dick, right? Yeah. That's a penis. Yeah. Well, why is there a two by four with bar wire He put it there? there. He got to the building. What is the thing on the bottom of it? A handle? A uh, handle. It's because he's about to handle his business. How many wrestlers currently wrestling do you think at some point have wielded barbed wire as a weapon? Oh, that's a uh, good deal, man. I'm getting the fuck out of here. This man crazy. Oh, Doink. that's brutal. That's brutal. Can I hit you in the head, barbed wire? Sure. Wait, am I on TV? Are you going to pay me for it? No. 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 Well, if you're on TV and I don't pay you for it. How many people are watching? Public access. Hmm. No one watches TV anymore. Yeah, I know. We'll put it on the network. <laughs> Apparently, nothing else is going to be on the WWE network in a few months. So. I love, I love the thing <laughs> that heels do in these matches where they climb. To I a gotta stage. escape. I'll go up. It's like people in a horror movie. I oh, keep that's going. Why, up. That's why you put the the thing on there. Oh, uh, that, that's just coincidence. <laughs> like they put that on there so you could carry it on there. <laughs> that's better than Dean Ambrose's little like samurai. uh, uh the Singapore cane yeah. he had. At Royal Rumble 2018, or not Royal Rumble at Hello Cell 2018. <laughs> yeah. If you're triple H, why don't you just grab that and start hitting his fingers? Hey now, he's a cerebral assassin. I'll figure it out when he's damn well. Ready. <laughs> don't rush the cerebralness. Is, this the Is he the cerebral assassin yet at this point? Uh he's the Oh game god! Uh, grinding the face. But that barbed wire, unforgiving barbed wire. And he's about to vertigo. What does Hitchcock. That Doesn't he fall off a building? Well, it's have you ever seen Vertigo? Hello, hello. Are you singing Virgo? <laughs> by uh, Bono. Yeah. And the the gang. Bono, the Bono g- and the gang. The <laughs> hottest ting in the music business. Bono and the gang. <laughs> Bloody Sunday. <laughs> I went Irish to British, I think, there. <laughs> in, in the game. In. Uh, in Vertigo, he very clearly does not fall off the building. <laughs> ah. If you watch it, it's bad. I'm sure at the time it was really good, but now it's right. It's bad. Wasn't someone like on the ground, like oh! Going, ah, while they yeah. do shit behind him, yeah. And also, he doesn't fall off a building. His partner falls off a building that gets him oh, Vertigo, okay. but it's not actually what Vertigo is. I don't think Hitchcock knew what Vertigo was. Just you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the movie, he just looks at him. He's like, please, please don't Vertigo. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you something about uh. So Triple H. Hitchcock movies, yeah, they're longer than you remember them being. Except for Psycho. Psycho's not that long. So Foley's taking the fall off the side of the cell, and Triple H, if you saw there, was about to get down to go after him, and then he saw Foley get up, and he was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Yet when the fiend does it, you hate it. Get the. This is even the same realm. I got a text from swiftlysolid.com that says, "Howard, increase your penis by three inches." <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Your ED meds are ready to ship overnight. Please confirm the small details. <laughs> Howard. All right, Howard, stop sending out my, <laughs> my phone number to people, please. Oh. I don't need I don't need swiftly.quick or whatever it was. <laughs> I have Bluetooth. Speaking of getting things up, Foley is struggling to get this chair up to sell. He's <laughs> tossed it a couple times. He should have put a handle on that one. huh. Fair point. He just gave up. Fuck the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Call an audible. I need a chair. How far would you climb vertically with barbed wire on, on, like uh, attached yard by some mechanism? As high as it took to reach the mountaintop. I feel like I wouldn't want to climb because I would just be sticking yourself in the leg, <laughs> right? Oh, well, I guess if you're climbing to that, you don't really care that much. Brightness his flannel. His dead grandmother gave him that flannel. I made that up. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I did. Do you think that that's the same flannel he wore all the time? Or do you think he had a bunch of flannels that he kept tearing <laughs> to shreds? I think he uh, probably behooved him to purchase multiple flannels. <laughs> God, that's so brutal. So, And yet, NXT can't even bother with thumbtacks. <laughs> we didn't even get gummy bears. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, lately, so I'm getting ready to get in our tattoo, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do a wrestling one. And I had a Kenny Omega idea in mind, but you know I've decided what? I'm getting a fucking cactus jack tattoo. Really? Yeah, I'm getting a McFoley tattoo for my first. What are you getting it? That's not Um, possibly this weekend. If you get it this weekend, can I come along and film it for a homework assignment? Yeah, cool. I oh, Kicked him right in the double H's. Oh, now he's just double H right. <laughs> well, now he actually Wait, he's now just, just H. 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 Yeah, <laughs> fighting H a top the cell ah he maybe when you i mean i don't want to accuse anybody but you know i saw him no i'm just kidding you know who probably never <laughs> used to go Jose Canseco on him <laughs> this part's a little scary yeah that's definitely a little scary yeah i wonder what he was thinking right there the funny part is that breaks and they start to like kind of go through it which yeah. i imagine isn't part of it but then foley goes over there and keeps like maybe it is maybe they're yeah. selling the danger of being on top of the cell the flimsiness danger will robinson have you ever seen that movie uh, it's a movie. <laughs> I don't know what movie it is. I just know that's a line for a movie. Isn't that the most millennial thing to just know references from the 70s and 80s, but really not know shit about what it's about? I think the most millennial thing is to not know any movie references, but to know a lot about Vine. Uh that's what you did it for at the end of the day. So anyways, the joke I was going to make a while back that yeah. I still wanted to make is that I bet McFoley never juiced. <laughs> I think McVoy just took stem cells. <laughs> I didn't think he had a smoothie every once in a while. <laughs> that kind of juice, but <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant like an HGH cocktail. Uh, I didn't realize no. you meant like literally a juice this smoothie. Is a, this is a smoothie. The double arm DDT. Wait, does that pin not count up there? Uh yeah, you, How far funny thing? How in the cell you have to be in the ring. So she's terrified. When you talk about like uh country ownership, right? There's like mm-hmm. an a, a vertical space that the country owns also up to a certain point before it becomes international space. Yeah. That should work the same way with the ring, right? Like, the r- pins should count up to, like, 15 feet above the ring. It's got to be in the ring. Shoulders got to be touching the mat. Mm, I disagree. Well, we'll bring it up at the next Geneva Convention. There's only been one of those ever. Oh. Who knows when the next one's going to be? Because <laughs> it didn't do too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The ratings were really poor for it. <laughs> I hear they're selling it to Amazon Prime next time. That barbed wire's on fire. All right. I don't know what that's going to accomplish the barbed wire can accomplish. It's just going to solder the wounds close. It's going to be hot, though. It's going to feel yeah. fiery passion. But now he won't bleed because the wounds will solder immediately. Well, it's probably going to hurt. Have you ever been on fire? No. Yeah, yeah you probably man. don't want to. <laughs> I've burned myself a lot. Like this. Adam, you're fat. Boom! boom. boom. Burn. Wrong side Wrong side of the stick there, Mick. <laughs> I think I like Mick Foley mm-hmm. more than most humans I know. I love Mick Foley. And, uh, he's never really done anything for me, you know? Really? I, I love McFoley matches. I watch that? Another, twice on Sunday. He's signaling for a pile driver. Oh, is that what that is? Mm-hmm. I thought he was doing that like dance that rappers did like two years ago. Foley is on the line. is in a pile drive. Are they in Florida for this? No. No. Oh! Through the cage. Through the fucking ring. Are they going to Chekhov's gun this thing or no? What do you mean? Is the fiery stick of barbed wire going to come back into play? Well, Triple H stabs it through Foley's chest and he turns into dust. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> We, you know the funny thing is Wait, mankind, think, mankind. There's mankind, the oh shot. Oh my god, <laughs> mankind and Mick Foley, not vampires. Crack and Jack is very much a vampire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Foley's a vampire? No, Foley's not a vampire. Just Jack. Oh. oh yeah. And now, um. So you think that feels nice laying there like that? You're like, ah, oh, now I can die. <laughs> it's it, all over now. Could you imagine though? I didn't really think about this until today. That like. Let's say his feet catch part of that cage awkwardly and it tilts his rotation more head first. Like that could have just been like nightmarish. I think about that with uh the Jeff Hardy Swanton bomb. Yeah, from Hell in the Cell. Was that 2018 or was that 2019? 2018. Yeah, yeah. 2018. Yeah. When he was swinging on the thing. Yeah. That like if he just gets slightly not of momentum, he cracks his neck. Right? Becomes the uh Triple H climbing down like a pussy. Becomes Steve Austin. You know, if it, this was 2020, Ricochet would have hit an 1820 <laughs> off the top of the cell. Keith Lee would have hit an 1820 off the top of the cell. That's true. And killed oh. McFoley. Foley. This is such good storytelling right here. You I know, love this. So Triple H is like, you'll see. You know uh, in in like anime when someone mm. will like come flying down or like land a really hard punch and it'll create a crater? like Especially yeah. like in Shonen. And that's what Foley did? No, I was saying oh. that was what Keith Lee would do. Oh, yeah. Create a full crater. So the crowd's chanting fully, and Triple H is checking to see if he's even alive, and he starts to move, and Triple H is just pissed. can't kill this man. He will not stay down. But when the fiend does it... Oh, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) That was a hell in a cell match, too, that a certain guy wouldn't stay down. No soul at everything. Cactus lay there dead for at least a minute, and then he starts to slightly come back to life. The fiend seemed dead for minutes. No seconds. He's down for a while. Don't you remember he had enough time to get put into like a 16-part apparatus to hit him in the head with a chair? Oh, that's right. But it wasn't him. It wasn't Seth, you know. <laughs> Triple H I know we don't had enough of this shit. I know we don't like usually do negative awards for uh Biggie. the uh the contendees, but yeah. can we do uh, <laughs> can we do worst match ending of the year? <laughs> yes. Only have one candidate and winner. <laughs> yeah. It'll be up there. Did Jennifer Aniston wear that exact outfit on Friends once? The outfit's very '90s, considering it's the year 2000. Keep with the time, Stephanie. It does feel like a friend's outfit. It does. And that's it. That's it. Triple H retired. Mick <laughs> never going to wrestle again. <laughs> never ever until two months from now, when he comes back with Linda McMahon in his corner at a Fatal Four Way to main event WrestleMania 2000. Secretary of Education Linda McMahon. Hmm. Hmm. She's not the secretary of education. Triple H has ended the career of Mick Foley. He went out in a blaze of glory. And then years later, the fiend will end the career of Mick Foley. I love when you look at it, like his match numbers by year. You see WWE using like over those next like eight years, like a couple matches this year, a couple matches this year, sparingly, sparingly. And then he did that jump to TNA and in the span of two years he wrestles like twenty four times. <laughs> the company sucks. I like how you've gone full advanced analytics on wrestling all of a sudden. You're getting like your saber metrics pitch ready <laughs> yeah. for wrestling. You're like, Well, you see, momentum does exist in wrestling. <laughs> and the Sabre analytics guys to be like, I th- think it's a work. I don't I think that's <laughs> planned. <laughs> So uh, they went like 2350-something live in front of 12,000 people in the beautiful city of Hartford, Connecticut. We should have a counter mm-hmm. for how many podcasts in a row we go without talking about someone's penis during the match. It <laughs> doesn't happen too often, we, we talked about it? both wrestlers' penises at one point or another. So the tuna gave it 4.5, and, and Wade Keller concurred with a 4.5 as well. What was your rating for it, Mike? God, you know, like, I guess if you wanted to nitpick – you could be like, oh, well, you didn't try to toss the chair up there, didn't get up there. Or you could be like, this is, you know, he really shouldn't put himself through that just for the sake of this business. But fuck it, that's a five star match if I've ever seen one. Okay, I shouldn't say that strong, but I like, I'm gonna give five stars. I love the story they tell with this being McFoley's like career on the line. And he just would not go down. And the commentary is good. And the way that the crowd is chanting Foley, it was like this culmination of his career where it's like, it's no longer mankind cactus jack or do love like it's Mick fucking foley you know so i get a little deeper into it when i think of it that way and that's why i give it five stars so i'm going to discount it a little bit because they set the thing on fire and they never used it but he hit triple h in the head with it not with the fire part he tapped him. i'm sure there was it was probably hot there was like heat near triple h probably cinched his hair a little bit that's a good <laughs> yeah. shot um yeah. I'm not going to rate it based on quality because that's not any fun. Right. I'm going to rate it purely based on the fact that I wouldn't do any of it. <laughs> so if we say that this match had 100 spots, just for the sake of argument, right? Mm-hmm. I can round down to 50 if you prefer. Uh, sure. 50? hmm If this match had 50 spots, I'm going to give it 41 out of 50 spots I wouldn't do. <laughs> that's fair. Which ones would you do? Uh, I'd probably take a pedigree. I do the part where they walk out to the ring. Yeah, I do. do I do the entrances. Do I would take a pedigree. Um, God. I think that's about it. So, about uh, it? yeah, I'll, it. I'll give a, I, I'll tell you what, they called it four and a half. I'm going to bump it. Up. I'll, if you uh, give it a 4.6, I'm going to shoot you. No, I was going to say, I will, um, defend my bumping it up half a star just for the camera shot of Stephanie McMahon. Come when, in. yeah. When he, uh, when Foley gets flipped through the cage. What are we watching next week, Mike? Next week, I know your favorite wrestler ever is JBL. You tell me every time, but you love him. It's <laughs> a good heel. And your number two is Big Show. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's a stretch. Right. So I was like, you know what? We're going to go back 15 years to when they put him inside of a steel cage rapid barbed wire. Did <laughs> I've seen this pay-per-view, and yet none of that matches in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Who was booking it this time? <laughs> uh, it was 2005. So what's his face? Uh, I think it was Vince Russo. No, no, no. Isn't Teresa not in the early two thousands? No, he's gone. Mm. He's I think he's over in TNA at this point. Mm. That's not true. Not I mean two thousand five. I think he's over in TNA by then. Not two thousand. Obviously, he's over there killing WCW still. <laughs> anyway, speaking of WCW, we're desperately out of time. The tape machines are rolling.